Good evening, you're about to listen to the Odd Pod. We don't know why, however we are grateful you chose to. We do wish to inform you that the views, opinions and overall morality, do not necessarily reflect those of the station, sponsors or musical entities. If you should choose to continue, and we sincerely hope that you do. Just know, we try to advise you against these actions and we are not responsible for any damage done to your sanity, morals or ideals. Thank you, here comes that terrible siren. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Friday night, and uh, you're listening to The Odd Pod on TapDetroit.com. And before we go any further, I uh, feel the need to offer a secondary disclaimer to the one that was there. Um, I'm not a fan of the word triggered because I feel that it's become a buzzword or a pop, you know, a way to demean or diminish or anything else. But I am going to say this. We have audio clips this evening that some members of the audience might feel some kind of way about. Um, it's going to be triggering. It, really uh, will, be. it will be. It could Hate trigger it. a trauma response. Yeah. So, fair warning. Um, we don't mean to set any bad memories off or reopen any bad wounds or anything like that, but... It's honestly what started me down this path of wanting to do this show. Um, the audio clips that we have that we're going to be talking about. Um, we're also going to be talking about a broad, a broad range of things. So the, tonight's topic is toxic masculinity. But the problem is with toxic masculinity, there are it is like an umbrella term. And then there are a lot of things that fall under toxic masculinity. Toxicity in general. Uh, yeah. Well... Y- under the toxic masculinity, you'll find stuff about incels. You'll st- find stuff tonight about the heartbeat bill, women's rights in general, and just how shitty men can be. Um, there are a lot of other things that fall under that scope, and we will cover as many of them as we can muster this evening. Um, but there are some specific ones that I intended us to actually talk about. Um, so once again, to anyone listening... This is your final warning. If you truly want to listen to what we have to say about toxic masculinity, just know that you were warned and that there are audio clips that might be difficult for some people to hear. Um, With me tonight is my wife, Ollie. Hello. Uh, Also in the studio with us are our friends, Ari and Billy. Hello. Um, I was explaining to them before they came in, uh, or before we came on air that, um, there are 
four very different viewpoints in this room. Um, myself, I am a little more progressive than some of the people in my age range. Yeah. But I'm also not as progressive as some of the people in my age range. So I fall somewhere in the middle. Um, I don't know necessarily if I would consider myself as bad as some of my counterparts. um, But I know I'm not as progressive as some of my other counterparts. My wife is uh, in the latter millennial Mm -hmm. side of things. And uh, she uh, she leads with emotion a lot of the time, whereas I lead with logic, and that causes problems because logic and emotion they don't go hand in hand very well. What? <laughs> because logic will tell emotion it's being stupid, and emotion goes off and cries, and then logic feels bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Ari and Billy are on other sides of the spectrum as well. Um, Ari, I love you, but I, I've, I've always seen you more as one of the guys than one of the girls. Yeah, that's, that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, though you, you do have a lot of um, girl beliefs. I It's it's very... I'm, I'm very... <laughs> an, okay, so third disclaimer. If girl I say beliefs, anything that pisses really you is. off... It's not intentional. Oh, I know. <laughs> and, and, and this is for everyone listening. It is not intentional. There is sometimes where it's hard. He doesn't hard. understand phrasing. He doesn't. Yeah, terminology and stuff. Like, I know how to speak the way I speak. It's, it's difficult. I've gotten better on a lot of things. Um, and I've always been progressive. Like, um, at least to an extent. Like, my friends that were transitioning, I went out of my way to make sure that I didn't dead name them or use the incorrect pronouns incorrect pronouns and whatnot like there are there are avenues that i i truly try to make strides in as to not offend and it's not that this isn't one of them it's just i i don't know man i'm gonna fuck up i know i am like i know it i see it coming mile away i'm it's, gonna fuck up it's literally ingrained in us from birth yeah it's the problem we don't even recognize a lot of it until it's pointed out and even then it's still hard to recognize. Yeah. And then Billy is on... I love Billy. Billy, what do we describe you as? You are not... He's not quite a soft boy, but he's pretty plush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm husky. <laughs> no, meaning that, like, Billy is one of the more sensitive men that I actually know. Yeah. You know, like, genuinely sensitive. Like... Definitely goes out of his way to make sure that he doesn't come off as a giant asshole. And I know why. <laughs> I've met the model. Trauma. <laughs> so, but yeah, so like I said, four very different but similar viewpoints. It's just coming at it from different arenas, essentially. Um, I am the straight white cis male of the group. I am the devil throughout all this. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Fellow white people. Fucking white people. But, so here's the thing. Like, I, I grew up in a household where my mother was the, the victim of abuse on a regular basis, you know, uh, from both my biological and my um, non-biological parental 
uh, paternal parental figure. Yeah. Step bitches. Yeah. Well, no, because, I mean, step bitches could mean something completely different, but, yeah. Step dick? Ew. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> it's an avenue we don't want to get into. Um, so, like, everything that I know is skewed already because there is there are things that I saw and things that I experienced growing up during formative years that it I, I'm I'm almost forty and I'm still working to unlearn and I, I'm still working to try and and get through. Um, and of course, you know, the great thing about life is trauma stacks on trauma. So, you know, eventually you have a double decker trauma sandwich and, uh, it's just, it's not a good time. So it's, it's, it's harder and harder to try to clear the waste a lot of the times. Um, but there are traits in men that I find to be abhorrent. Same. Um, and the worst part is, is I am friends with other men. That's pretty bad, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's awful. That regularly <laughs> exhibit these traits. That's even worse. You could have stopped it, I'm friends with men. Why? No, I don't need to hear my own voice again. She's trying to get in the chat room and it played automatically. Yeah, it does that. That's how we make sure you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, uh, I, I, it's, it's very, it's a, it's a very weird spot that I find myself in sometimes with our friendship. It's, I bite my tongue because I, I know deep down the, the people are good people and they genuinely care about their friends. They just have a very poor and shitty outlook on certain Everything aspects. Else. Yeah. Well, part of it, does, it doesn't help that a lot of people, as I said, don't realize what it where it comes from or what it is. I mean, you tell them and they still say, I don't give a fuck. So, you know, at that point. They've been doing it for so long that change at this point is just too much. So when we talk about toxic masculinity. That's toxic in and of itself. Oh, definitely. But. When you hear something and you're unwilling to even change your ways because you're marginalizing a group of people. That's toxicity through and through. Absolutely. Now, when we talk about the concept of toxic masculinity, um, the the idea is that men showing any kind of affection, emotion, um, struggle, anything like that is seen as weak. Uh, traditional stereotypes of men as socially dominant, along with related traits such as misogyny and homophobia... Uh, these all fall under the uh, toxic umbrella, due in part to their promotions of violence, including sexual assault and domestic violence. Uh, the socialization of boys in patriarchal societies often normalizes violence, uh, such as saying, boys will be boys, about bullying and aggression. Uh, Self-reliance and emotional response are correlated with increased psychological problems in men, such as depression, increased stress, and substance use disorders. Toxic masculine traits are characteristics of the unspoken code of behavior among men in prisons, 
where they exist in part as a response to harsh conditions of prison life. This is all coming from Wikipedia. This is just the the quick little intro and and whatnot. Uh, other traditionally masculine traits such as devotion to work, pride in excelling at sports, and providing for one's family are not considered to be toxic. Although there is an issue where that becomes your whole personality. The expectation of that is toxic in and of itself. You take it too far. Yeah, well... Well, welcome to toxic masculinity. Where everything is too far. I mean, we have only just begun to scratch the surface of change for this. Like, you're talking from our country's inception... Actually, yeah, from from long before that, up until ten years ago, if that, maybe yeah. three to five, if that. Like honestly, we've only begun to really see change. We've talked about it, but we've only really begun to see change in the last two to three. Well, part of that problem is terminology. So, toxic masculinity is a very new concept for the term. Uh, yes, lean over her like you're happy to see her. Please stop, Billy. That's no. I said lean over her. Don't grope over her. I mean, you can't really do one without the other. That's true. I think that's true. As long as you're consenting. (laughs) But toxic masculinity is a newer trait for a problem that's been around for a long time and has been pointed out throughout the decades. It has been. um, But unfortunately, because we are a very uh, patriarchal and religious-led society for some reason well i mean i guess that goes back to really the where it was the most prevalent was like the 40s and the 50s where it didn't matter if your husband was abusive or anything else you had to stay with him because that's just part of it that's it you just deal with it go even further back he gave you a family and he's put a roof over your head you should be grateful i'm not grateful for this black eye and busted lip then make the martini right next time that's, that's the, the attitude. Oh. Make not stirred. Yeah, oh. that's the attitude, though. Oh God, I hate it and, so much. And I know, I know you hate that trigger. But but that's the attitude. <laughs> Triggers me so bad. Let's punch. God damn it! I hate it so much. It's so fucking stupid. I'm gonna be sleeping outside with the mosquitoes before the night is through. I They'll guarantee carry. it. I'll in the morning and he'll be on the porch i am their king now they're gonna be formed in a cape behind yeah, you're gonna come out on the porch and i'm just gonna be hovering above the ground like yeah <laughs> hurts a little but yeah <laughs> they can keep you <laughs> they're part of my circulation system now uh, <laughs> but no that's the attitude yeah. is uh you know if if you don't want to get beat and if you don't want to get abused and if you don't want to do it right that was the attitude of the 50s. If you don't do it right, get used to it. I mean, we could go even further back. Look at King Henry. That motherfucker. <sighs> you want to talk about toxic masculinity? Beheading. Yeah, because... He... My wife didn't give me a child. Now she's dead. This one didn't give me a child. My wife didn't give me a male child. So Either the, way. Yeah, potato, potato. When it, come, when it comes to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Divorced, beheaded, died. Mm. And all that. But it goes so far back. It's That's still prevalent today, though. That's an idea that's still around today. Give me sons. Not even just that. Just the thought of do everything I say, and if you don't, a lot of times it does end up in murder. 
Yep. For one party or the other. I don't like that you're looking at me like that. <laughs> and the ideas that must have flashed through your head to strike fear just, in my little soul. Just make it quick. I don't want to suffer. No, you get to suffer. That's the point. I'm the only one. Well, I, w- I, w- I could say I'm the only one in the room that's trying to die, but, you know, that would be untrue. Please don't say you're trying. You're not trying. You're just accepting. Yeah. I'm now accepting <laughs> applications. <laughs> uh, but no, and and it's been, we've been told that it's been that way forever. But this, this kind of brings me around to that weird ass fucking theory that I had uh, a few weeks ago. Oh God. Where what if it's all been a lie? We, we we are starting to uncover things um, in, in historical documents and, and, you know, looking back that is showing that women were fighters in cultures that we typically associated with male dominance. Women have been in leadership and, like, uh, priestesses of villages and... All different types for long before. So my weird ass batshit theory is at some point women were actually running everything and men got enough nuts to stand up and, and fight against it because some dubby was like, this isn't right. And uh, for some reason, the other dummies just listened to him. Because dummies gonna dummies. Dummies gonna dummy. <laughs> Great minds think alike, but fools rarely differ. Yeah, so... Uh, My brain went through like all of the taglines that could have been for a Trump 2024 slogan. <laughs> but no, I'm like, sorry. so my theory is, is there was an uprising at some point, and women, uh, men overpowered women and rewrote history. Propaganda. I mean, that's what it's always really been. I mean, there's look back at like Vikings. A lot of times, women like. I'll go back even far farther. The fucking Bible. Mm-hmm. Lilith. Lilith was a woman who would not be obedient to Adam or God. And she was cast out of the Garden of Eden because of it. Strong, independent woman. She don't need no man. I don't need no man. So. She didn't know. <laughs> if you you believe the words, the pretty words on the, the gold-leafed um, rolling paper bu- book. <laughs> what it is um anyone that's ever been to jail knows exactly what i'm talking about um but anyways if you believe the words that are on the the gold leaf rolling paper book uh we have an instance right in the beginning supposedly well remember that book has been the the details that have been given like we had a full discussion about this like probably two weeks ago when we were door dashing uh, where we looked into all of the removed books from the Bible, and that's gonna have to be a, a full episode in and of itself. The, the stuff that we found, cherry picking. Holy shit! We gotta talk about that after the show because you would not believe some of the shit. So we have it have had it drilled into us that men are the leaders, women are supposed to stay at home and. You know, take care of the house while the men go off and do the hard work. Because women are too emotional to lead. Yeah? Look what happened. <laughs> How many wars? Sausage fingers? Sausage fest? I, uh... I don't know, man. 
we had a bunch of white dudes that really fucked shit up. Exactly. And then we had one black dude that kind of got things right. And then we went Another right back dude. to a bunch of white dudes. Well, so I, mean, I want to call him white. More orange. How you paint, Pastel Mandarin. How you paint yourself up when you go in public, that does not matter to me. Because by that right, there's some, some white girls walking out around out there who think their complexion is like mocha. And <laughs> that foundation ain't fooling anyone, sis. Oh, truth. Look, I, 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 I say this, women, uh, you are beautiful the way you are. I, hell, I, I tell Ollie this all the time. I prefer her without makeup. It's not because she looks bad in makeup. It's not because she doesn't know how to do her makeup. I just prefer how she looks natural. He also can't stand that it can take me up to four hours sometimes to do a full face of makeup. Yeah, fuck that. Eyeshadow. Ain't nobody got time for that. No, like my eyeshadow can get so intricate sometimes that it's like doing a full painting. No. If I wear makeup, it's I'm eyeliner and mascara. But it's not to go out anywhere. This is something I do. Instead of like painting or something like that, makeup is another form of artistry. Yeah. And that's what I use it for. Especially on a day where I'm heavy anxiety. That's where it really helps because it's something I can slow down and focus on. We were talking earlier today, too. Um, we have a friend of ours who was recently Ooh. harassed um, by mm. uh, a guy in public who told her she needed to shave because she was a woman. Yeah. And I wish we had video for stuff like that. <laughs> uh, Ari is rocking I the Chewbacca legs. <laughs> Chewbacca legs. <laughs> I wish my So here's the thing. Like, if a woman wants to shave... Cool. If she doesn't, cool. If a man wants a woman to shave, not cool. However, there is a way to go about expressing that opinion. But understand, it is just an opinion. And we it's talk- also different. Like we had this discussion too. Yeah. It's different. If you're in a relationship and you prefer who you're with to shave, there's a way to go about that sensitive conversation. However, just know you're going to get told no, probably. Yeah, like, so here's the thing. I've never once told Ollie she needs to shave her legs. <laughs> nope. Um, I've never once told her she needs to shave her armpits. I've never once told her she needs to, to shave the, the hair on her face that all women seem to have. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I do is, and I feel bad because I mention it every once in a while. And usually right when I'm out of razors. And I'm just like, hey, just so you know. And she's like, I know. <laughs> Shut up. I get it. I can't help it. Do you think I enjoy looking like father time? No. Fuck no. off. <laughs> like, okay. But you always get mad at me when I don't tell you when you got, like, stuff in your teeth or your makeup's messed up. So I figured this was just one of them things. <laughs> we were door dashing and he was like, hey... Just so, and I was like, I already know. Don't mention it. And he goes, Well, I never know when I'm supposed. To. I was like, Got oh, this. Just don't. Okay. Because I already know. But and I'm out of razors. And that day I was going to Dollar Tree because I couldn't wait on my shipment. Yeah. That's so why I just use an electric razor. Here's the thing. I have to worry about running out. I find zero body hair on a woman to be attractive. I I understand that. Oh yes, like a prepubescent child. I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I mean, I was molested <laughs> as a kid. At least <laughs> I found a healthy outlet. Oof. Truth. Truth. <laughs> so many truths. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. Me saying that and watching Ari almost drop that. A that... spit take with a cigarette. Yeah. yeah, that was that was almost really bad. So, <laughs> but no, I prefer zero body hair on a woman. That's what I find attractive. <laughs> if that is not something that my partner wants to do, it is not that big of a deal. However, do you know how fucking hard it is to play shower yoga while trying to shave every little piece I get while it. you're hoping you don't nick your ass uh, or, or fall and bash your head or I I would think that or nicking a... your ass would be the least of your concerns. Well, Have you I've ever nicked ran... my lip just shaving my face so I can imagine what it feels like lower. Okay, so let me put it this way. Hair also grows on the inner part of those mm-hmm. lips. Yeah. So imagine having to take that razor and go up and around the clitoris. Let that razor slip once. Shame so many people can't find that spot. Give them a razor, they'll fucking find it. <laughs> Found it. No. Um, but so. Why is there so if, much blood? <laughs> if, uh, if my partner chooses not to shave, I, may st- I still love them. I still care about them, and I still want to spend time with them and be with them. I may not necessarily be as inclined to be as sexually forthcoming. Fair. You know, it's not anything against them. It's just a preference. I also, we were talking about tan lines, too, on on women. And I don't like tan lines. And I think it all stems from my OCD. I have Mm -hmm. very minor OCD, but I have very weird OCD. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I had said earlier that when we were talking about tan lines is that uh, the parts that aren't tanned after you've tanned, to me, look sickly. Like if you're wearing a bikini and you go into a tanning yeah. bed and you get like those lines just are, like that. I. But I also irritating to me to tell. If you notice how I design things when I do everything, I like sharp. Yeah. Okay, and um, I think. The thing is, is like I want one uniform tone, and I think that's what it comes from. Again, it's not like I'm gonna be like, "Ew, fuck you! I don't want to talk to you." It's just, hey, I'm, I don't know, and it's my own thing. I don't think anything's wrong with that. Everybody's got their own fucking hangups. Leave me alone. Shut up. <laughs> but it's the same thing for like girls. Obviously, have their preferences when it comes to other girls or other guys. Like, there's preferences you have. Yeah. Like. You may prefer blondes, but the person that you happen to fall in love with is a brunette. It's one of those little things. And, and that's... the thing about it, like Odd said... Or boob size. <clears throat> the thing about it, like Odd said, is it's mm, about boobs. how you approach it. Yeah. There's there's a difference between, like, you need to go shave and, like, hey, why don't, why don't we, like, clean this up a little bit? Or a... something. Like, there, there's a better way of... Honestly, if I had the money, I'd just pay for her to go get completely waxed. Don't come back that. with any hair. Do Here you know? is a spa day. Come back hairless, except for what's on your head. Do you know why I love that idea? Spa day? No. And eyebrows. You wanted to keep the eyebrows. On, yeah. on, on, on her head. He doesn't care. Yeah, here's but the thing. The problem- I've seen her draw them on enough times that I... There. The tail end of them don't grow right, so I have to shave off the tail end and grow them correctly. Like, draw them incorrectly. However... The point of that is shaving is exhausting. Shaving is fucking exhausting. And the fact that I don't have to do it, cherry yeah. on top. That's why yeah. I don't. 
And see, it's to me, I don't care. That is a better way to go about than being like, "Hey, your legs are nasty. You need to shave them. You need to shave because you're a woman." Walk in there, start making noises. I don't. <laughs> when when I was in high school, the person, the guy that I was dating used to pick on me relentlessly because I had more arm hair than he did. I have more arm hair. To the point to the point where I would wake up every morning and shave. Even if there was no hair there, I would shave my arms because he wouldn't even hold my hand. Wow. I, I am shave German. It does I had not two, help. I have more hair than he did. Man, you just needed to find a guy that was into banging werewolves. <laughs> but my, I'm a ginger. You yeah. can't even see my arm hair. I'm brunette. You could fucking see mine. Guess what? Do you know what happens if I shave that? It grows back thicker? No, that's actually a myth. It doesn't grow back thicker. It just grows back in the worst way possible. Yeah. It's all itchy and... Uh, I know. You're shaving your arms and then letting that sun hit it. I will tell you that shaving your arms is actually worse than shaving your face. I've shaved every part of my body. Yeah. I've gone completely nude. I, I, I've had to to get and tattoos. Billy releases way too much information yeah. on the show. No, I, I've had to <laughs> to get the the, the tattoos on my arms. And no, no, I will not shave my arms again unless I'm getting a tattoo. It's and even brutal. then, it's I don't really fun. want to. It's brutal. It's not. Yeah. And then, like you were saying, when the sun hits it, and then it's just oh. zero out of ten, bud. Because yeah. like, here's the thing with shaving. I cannot use lotion after. And most people are like, oh yeah, well after you shave, you need to moisturize. I will have the worst breakouts no matter how careful I am shaving. If I put lotion or moisturizer or anything on any part of me that I've shaved, it goes so wrong. I have to leave it alone. I can't put moisturizer. I can't use lotion for like the first day because otherwise it's fucked up. And I think that's because how oily my skin is naturally that it's just compounding oil. That makes yeah. sense. Who just tapped back into um, our Bible discussion and said, look what the church did to Mary Magdalene. They turned her into a whore. Yep. Which she wasn't. And no part of the Bible doesn't say she was. Nope. But that's the narrative that the patriarchy wants to, to put, right? You know, if uh, you're not with us, then you're a whore and you're a terrible person. Um, well, I mean, look how bad they've twisted don't take the Lord's name in vain. Do you know what that actually means? Don't misspeak about Yahweh. No, yo, here's the thing. The word God and the word Lord were created so you could say, oh my God, or oh Lord. Because using the Lord's name in vain, one was considered using Yahweh in vain. Two, that's not how it was said. So the point of it was, when you say... Don't take the Lord's name in vain. It's don't take the Lord's words and twist them for your own use. <coughs> Fuck Christianity. Screwed. That's the whole point. That's what a lot of like Bible studies people have been doing. Look at all um, the People with the mm, theology cherries. majors or doctors in theology, most of them will say, the reason I left the church <laughs> is because I got a doctorate in theology. I understand how bad this really was. And the worst part is, if you read the Bible cover to cover, what it preaches is generally good. It's a hardcore metal book, I'm going to tell you that. Really fucking is. You get the same things from Aesop's fables. You're absolutely right. Basically, it all comes out to just don't be a fucking dick. Yes, it's difficult, but just don't be a dick. Yeah. Well, it's like the... the it's um, not really that difficult. I mean... It's... 
have you ever done it? Yeah, once or twice. And how hard was that for you? Exactly. Don't talk. That's not- <laughs> but it's not really that difficult when it comes down to it. Don't kill people. Don't steal from people. Which I do on a daily basis. I don't kill anyone. I don't steal from anyone. I've never coveted my neighbor's wife for tools. I mean, in that day, the wife was a tool. Yep. Nowadays, the the husband's the tool. (laughs) Hi-oh! But, um... But, no. We got better tools for that now. So... I'm going to tell you, too, the show may run a little longer tonight. That's why oh, yeah. we haven't gone to break yet. Um, we've got these clips that I want to try and get in, at least to the first part of break, at least. Um, so the fun size might be a little bigger than the normal fun size. Uh, it's just, there, there's so much to, to cover, and, and three hours is going to be rough to try to, to get it all in. But the problem is, is okay, so men are raised... Uh, <laughs> Boys are raised to believe that they need to be tough, they need to be strong, they need to be stoic, oh, God. So and that they don't need to quote-unquote complain. Um, boys are raised to believe that they're supposed to play with trucks and guns, they're supposed to wear blue, they're not supposed to have any pursuits that could be seen as girly. Because um, God forbid your five-year-old boy wants to paint his nails because he saw his mother or his sister doing it. Right. God for fucking bid. Boys are raised to believe that they are the top tier you when it comes present, to the genders. You yes. must present always as a king when really you're acting like a fucking jester. Be an alpha. Ugh. Be a wolf, not a sheep. Ugh. I thought the Lord was your shepherd, though, bud. <laughs> Apparently, um, they weren't talking about that. And little girls are raised to believe that, you know, they're supposed to play with dolls and wear pink and fucking learn to cook and sew. And uh, the the pinnacle of their life should be motherhood and marriage. Yep. That's fucking irritating. <clears throat> I'm sorry. There are life skills that everybody should fucking know. One, how to cook their own meals. Two, how to balance their own checkbooks and take care of their own finances. finances. I can balance it and just fine. I just set it on a flat surface. Every ugh, Shut the fuck up. And everybody <laughs> should know how to mend a hole in their clothing, to sew a new piece of clothing if they need it. They're, sew on a button, for the love of God. All right, so I don't know how to do those last things, but that's because my mother was a crafter and a seamstress, and that's who I went to when I needed things sewed. She did try to teach me to sew, and she did try to teach me needlepoint, and she did try to teach me to, like, crochet like she does. I have stupid fingers. They could not get it. I tried, and I tried, and I tried, and I just could not make it work. I... I used to, like, when I was a kid, I I would try to put together models and stuff, too. I have stupid fingers. They don't like small, finite work. They're not dexterous. Yeah. You don't have a lot of dexterity and, like, finesse in your work. Nope. I am big, hammer-handed man. (laughs) But the the point here is, is something we were talking about with a friend of ours, um, is you try to match with somebody who kind of balances... Yeah. So, like, he can't do that. I can sew on a button. I can mend his clothing. That's fine. 
he can use my website for candle stuff. Like, he can fix all of that. Like, there's a, there's a balance to it. Yeah. I don't mind doing those things. He can cook his own meals. He knows how to. She's terrible at math. I, uh, I'm fairly decent at math. At least small math, quick math in my head. You, I could drop you in the middle of anywhere. And you would never figure out how to get home. Nope. I can well, figure out where I am at any point. Except for the fact that I'm not like most men. I'm willing to ask for directions. And that's a big step. <laughs> like, it really shouldn't be, though. I, I have no fucking clue where I am, man. Can you point me in the right direction? But that's another toxic thing. Yeah. Asking oh, yeah. for help. Yep. Well, because it, it comes, it, it all comes from, at least in, in my opinion, it all comes down to we are taught, we, we have three emotions. And any emotion besides those three are either bad or an extension of those three. Are those three emotions hungry, angry, and hoardy? Yeah, no, basically. it's sad, angry, and happy. No, you're not allowed to be sad. Yeah, I don't. You're do the sad strong usually. one in the family. You have to carry everybody else. You can feel sad as long as it's sorrow, and then don't cry. It's, yeah, it's you have suffered a great loss. You can be sad for that. Just don't express it in any way, shape, or form. And there you he, go. And here's one of my toxic masculinity traits. I am baseline when it comes to emotions. Mm -hmm. If anything makes me feel one way or another, it's, it's immediately angry. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah because yeah, I that's... don't want to feel. It took me years to figure out how to get past that. Not even going to lie to you. Shit, I'm 40 years old and I ain't there yet. Too. Yeah. Mine, my emotions tend to be extreme. Like, I cannot take one anger. I can't take it. I won't deal with it. I'll, I'll ignore him. Anything. I'll, I'll just ignore it. Fuck off. I can't deal with this right now. I'm not going to. When you calm down, we can have a discussion. And that throws him into a further anger. Yep. Nope. I'm going to walk away. Because I'm the same way. I I used to be like that. Where mm -hmm. I was zero to a hundred. I'm pissed off. I'm going to fight you. Yeah. Right, right here and now. Let's go. And I now am one of the biggest pacifists because I know my temper. And I know that... If I get mad, it's zero to a hundred. Still. So I just don't. And when he gets mad about something, I just kind of sit there and watch him and like, are you done? You want to stop being a bitch now? No? It tends right. to dissipate fairly quickly if I'm left alone. It flashes. Oh, it's so bad. Like today when we were delivering something, he ripped the keys out of the ignition, tore the thing apart, and then threw them. Not and the ignition. The keychain fell off. Yeah, he like ripped them apart and he threw them across the street while we were making a delivery. I had to walk all the way over there and I was like, are you done? I didn't intentionally no rip it off though. I've done that. What I, I did what is I grabbed it. by the, the keychain to pull it out of the ignition and it broke. Yeah. Which then and he triggered threw it. the fuck this and yeah. throw yep. it across the road. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that. And there was no, there. I said there was no point in doing that. There's none. Help me deliver this and get back in the car. Like I, there was I, no point. I wish I could agree with you, but there was a point. He was angry. What's the easiest way to stop to stop the thing that's making the mad? problem? He was angry about was no reason to do that. I don't. I okay. So we've talked a lot about why the shift and the dynamic in the household is about to take place, um, and it's it's basically I've hit a wall. I can't do it anymore right now. I have too much that I have stuffed down that I haven't had time to process and deal with so his anger right now is at flashpoint a thousand and the difference between now and the previous things like in the 
past past is I am recognizing that I am at my point. Mm -hmm. I need out for a bit. So we're doing that. But the problem still lies is he's going to have to go to therapy. Yuck. He's going to have to unpack his anger, unpack his grief. Look, nothing wrong with therapy. I have no issue with therapists or psychology or whatnot. The problem is, is I'm too smart for the tricks to work. Well, and they don't have... work on me, and I get more frustrated. But the problem, that's, why he won't go. that's why they tried to take me at nine when my dad died, and then the therapist said she's telling me what she wants me to hear. This isn't going to work for her. I was when, at like nine, ten years old. Like my brother and I had to go to therapy for a little while, <clears throat> and no, we <laughs> separate thing. Yeah, but we uh, um, <laughs> fuck you, Will. <laughs> We convinced this shrink that everything was fine, even though it very much wasn't. Yeah. And then when finally he was like, I think you guys are good to go. We were like, no, wait, stop, please. We really need this. We really like this. Can we keep coming? And he was like, no, you don't need me. And we were like, yes, we do. Wait, let's back up a little bit. But like, that's the thing. Like, he's going to have to find a therapist who is not going to try to like manipulate the stuff out of him. He's going to have to find one who's willing to talk, willing to help him process, the instead of just getting is, him to find where yeah, the trauma is. The, the problem is, is I know where the trauma is, Yep. and I know all the stuff that they're going to tell me to do to try to fix mm-hmm. said trauma. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It, it, it does if you can find one to actually walk you through it, because you're going to need a specific type of anger management and anger all, trauma counseling. The problem is, is all I, I, I see happening is you're putting band-aids on gunshot wounds. You know, and it works for some people. It really does. And even when I was in the field doing it, I saw it working for others, but it does not work for me. You also haven't been Well, here's the thing. When we first met and we first got together, you were in Counseling and therapy because of the incident that had happened just recently before. Yeah. The thing on your arm. You were recently in Yeah. You were recently involved in that. It was helping you. You were a completely different person at that point. When you left that, it got worse. So I know it does at least help manage for you. Yeah, but I left that because my therapist left. Right. Which we have discussed in the past two weeks... That you have abandonment issues on women, and she was a female therapist, and that just compounded the issue. However... <laughs> what had brought that up, anyways? Why you don't like female content creators or music. Yeah. Female musicians. So, um, we were... <laughs> weird. Weird. Yeah! Okay, so in, like, the 90s and whatnot, there were actually quite a few female-led groups that I liked. Uh, Veruca Salt um, was one of them. The song Seether. Absolutely loved. That was it, pretty much. Like, the, the, that was their one hit, and that was it, and they were done. And that happened a lot. And it must have triggered something like, I just don't enjoy, and this sounds what? shitty, but I just don't put a lot of stock in female content creators. And I know that's a terrible stance to have. Well, the problem also, I think, lies in the fact that your mother has tried as hard as she could to keep things going. She did not protect you. No, not at all. And you kind of felt abandoned in the household. And that's what started that shit. That makes sense. Mom, yeah. <clears throat> in mom's defense, mom didn't have a lot of choice. Mom was the one that had to work. 
So she was gone. Not only that, but in other things as well. She was. She, she was tried. A victim. She, yeah, she was. Her and I had a talk probably about a month before she died where she had packed a lot of shit on me and I know a lot of stories about what happened when he was an infant. Things that I'm glad I got to hear beforehand. Like before Yeah, because I know most of them. I just don't talk about the shit because there ain't no point. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't make it any better. But finding a therapist and being able to talk through is one of those healthy things that you need to do. And he's fighting me, but he knows no, he needs No, because to. I've talked about this stuff before, but I still wind up back to where I am. What I feel most days, and, and this this is problematic, I know, is I have to be someone that I'm not necessarily instinctually as a person. Oh, yeah. Your instinct is anger. My instinct is mistrust, yep. anger, and distance. It has been very hard for me to keep and maintain a lot of friendships. Um, there are some that have uh, magically stood the test of time, one of which is in the chat room right now. One of um, which is in the room. Yeah. You kept one of them. Um, kept one of the fuckers. But it has always been difficult for me to trust because... I have been hurt. And that's where a lot of my toxic mm -hmm. traits come from. And it's honestly... It's protection. It's protection. And this is not an excuse for the toxic men. But honestly, that's where most of the toxicity or toxic masculinity does stem from. There is trauma. Traits come from trauma. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> that doesn't excuse it, though. That's the thing. Because you always have the option to change. It's when you don't take the option. You will almost always be given the option to change. Uh, you can't, tr you can't be willing to work on something while it's still occurring. Correct. So but if once if you're separated, I'm, if I'm say still with the people who had abused me, yes, I would never have gotten past my anger, which means I would have never, I, I would have killed myself. You need to be separated <clears throat> from the issue, and you have to unpack all of the trauma. And part of that problem is, so many boys are forced into it that their toxic traits are to force others into it. Correct. And so we don't really a lot don't really get that chance to separate from the trauma because it's literally all around you. Right. Well, when you're when you're a kid and even still, yeah. you know, as an adult when you have guy friends as a, a as a guy, um you show any kind of emotion, what are you some kind of pussy? Yep. What are you some kind of Back in my day, we didn't talk about our feelings shut the fuck up harold nobody cares yeah and the problem is is a lot of the male figures we look up to are like that you know well here's the thing too it's it toxicity has become like an mlm or a pyramid scheme where all you do is pass it on to the next person yep. until somebody breaks that chain and it has to be you who breaks that chain otherwise it's just going to get worse but see part of my fear at least my one of my fears is Say I were to have a child. Say I were to have a son. Is what I'm doing any better than previous generations? Okay, but here's the thing. At least you No, were... probably not, but at least you're trying. Here's the thing. And you might make a small difference. See... But uh... your child wouldn't be afraid to go to therapy because you guys know how hard it is and you guys know the importance of mental health. Oh, yeah. That alone, if there's an issue, 
They know how to work on it sooner. There is a difference. Say you're laying down sheets of paper, okay? Oh, God. All right? Who are we killing? No, no, no. You're just laying down <laughs> sheets of paper. Okay, All right. I we were unpacking the trauma a different way. No. Say, no, no. <laughs> no say, you're laying, say you're laying down sheets of paper, and you've got ten sheets down, and nothing has gone wrong. But for some reason, you've got this massive project where you have to lay down these sheets of paper, and you needed to eat lunch. Well, a crumb from your lunch fell onto one of the sheets of paper. Now you're laying sheets of paper on top of paper and a crumb, and there's a bump. Yep. Say you left another piece of, crumb, uh, piece of your food there. There's an even bigger bump. What you're doing at that point is, yes, you may not be making great strides with the next generation, but you're making a small stride. And that's honestly how we make change. Yeah. We we can't. I've said this before. It's that fucking pendulum argument all over again. We've been so far pulled back one way for so long. No matter how much we want to be in the middle, that pendulum has to swing all the way to the other side before it'll finally come to rest in the middle. And it will have to go back and forth and slowly slow down until it falls in the middle. So you're making small strides. And all you can do at that point is hope that your kids carry it on. Yep. But here's the thing. They make their small changes too. Yeah, but you're not going to do the things that your caretakers did. You're not going to leave your child as fucked up as you were because of the abuse. You're not going to make the same mistakes, but I'm going to tell you, you're going to make all new ones. And that's just how it goes. But you're not making those same mistakes, so it's going to be something different that needs to be fixed down the line. But at some point, isn't that worse? No, because you're not making the same mistakes as before. Would you yes. rather have 30 more generations with the same abuse and trauma that you suffered? Absolutely not. But that's the change. My, pro- my, my, my fear on that one is... Uh, We'll, we'll go with the pendulum. So my problems are all over here, and if I were to swing the pendulum to the other side, and now they have a whole new, a bunch of issues to unpack, there, is a therapist even going to be prepared to handle these problems that they might not even have seen before? More than likely, yes. But you're not giving the anger, and you're not giving the... Mm-hmm. the, the, the... Your child will know that you love them no matter what. That's what we've got to instill in the next generation, is you are loved. You are absolutely not going to be abused and mistreated the way I was. I'm going to give you better because I know better than to hurt you like this. Yep, exactly. And and we need to start, uh, it started, but we really need to instill in the next generation that your role in life is not dictated by what may or may not be between your legs. That. Oh, for sure. Gender norms are some of the most highly toxic things that we could ever imprint on a generation. Gender is a social construct truth it really is because gender is so fluid and that <laughs> blows into another one you can we are, we're gonna hit so you many break it down into science if you want there would be hundreds of thousands of different types of gender because of chromosomes because of the way the brain maps yep etc etc hormones hormones science is already gone there's more than two genders i think they need to be classified as something else then i agree because i still feel there are only two genders. Yep. There is male and female. Let me finish. How you identify is completely different from biological gender. I would say sex at that point. There are two sexes. Okay, not fine. Not genders. That, yeah, sure, whatever. There are two sexes, but how you identify is completely different. One of those terms will get you canceled. The other one will not. Let's phrase. 
But see, <laughs> cancel culture in in and of itself is it's toxic, toxic as well. As hell. And yeah. so, like, you, this to me goes back to the fucking argument of. Uh, um, this is people, why we said it'd be a longer show. Yeah, people getting pissed off uh, when you say happy holidays instead of, <laughs> instead of Merry Christmas. Fuck off! I'm wishing you good cheer. <laughs> Fuck off. All right? <laughs> Fuck you! Take the good cheer and go! <laughs> you know? I don't subscribe to your imaginary friend. Stop trying to make me. Right. You also have to understand that some people lack the proper terminology or, you know, to 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 properly express what they're feeling. They they, they go with what they know. You you should be able to to tell from the intent. Oh yeah. Or context. When I say that there are two genders, I just mean there's a dick and a vagina. That's it. That, there's a dick and a vagina. That's it. How you identify beyond that, though, if you were born with a dick and you identify as if you had a vagina, <coughs> that's fine. Yeah. If you like to go between the two, if you're you're uh, non-binary for the most part, fine. But when it comes to, when I say that there are only two genders, dick and a vagina, that's it. If you want to change that later in life, by all means, go for it. What about those who have both? Or neither. I can't use the word that I know that those yes, as I those know. are. Intersex is more closer to. So I think that's the acceptable term at this point in time. Yeah. Because the other word I had to yell at him for using. Like what? He didn't know, and that's when, and he stopped using it, and that's changed. Welcome to non-toxic. That, that's the important part. Is you went, oh, that's not appropriate. Then I'm going to stop using the term. Intersex is the appropriate word at this point. I don't like that, but whatever. I don't necessarily like the old word either, but it was just what I knew. And uh, Either way, the what it comes down to is, for me, I don't mean to offend. And I have said this numerous times when I meet new people or I'm in a group of people and whatnot. I don't necessarily mean to offend. If you are offended... Correct I'm, me, but... Correct me, but also understand, I'm not going to apologize for you being offended because that wasn't my intent. Correct. I didn't set out to purposely offend you. If you're offended, that's a you problem, not a me problem. I'm sorry, I have offended you, but I did not mean to. I'm not even necessarily sorry I offended you because I didn't intend to. If I have done a something, fine line, yeah, but yeah. if I have done something that I intended to do and it upset you, that's when someone should apologize. If you're just out there trying to be you and talk how you know how to talk, I didn't mean to offend you. We will never discriminate based on gender, based on identity, based on race, based on religion, because there is a thousand of them. Sexuality, any of it. <laughs> Income bracket is one that I, I look down my nose at. Eat the but. rich. But, <laughs> but that's about it. Like, we have, nose at? Yeah. Well, we have never been one to judge based on gender fluidity. That's right. Anything. Obviously. Uh, Nothing. Uh, the, uh, let me get caught up in the chat. Uh, Huda right. said, uh, and that is uh, that way of repressing emotions could in no way be the reason that men commit suicide three mm -hmm. to four times the yes. rate of women. Sarcasm. And then... Uh, <laughs> The Rollins said, uh, being able to recognize a problem already gives them a step ahead of mm -hmm. where we started. Yeah. Uh, on the suicide note, as much as I hate tangents, uh, this show is all tangents. Yeah. <laughs> this is a tangent show. We okay. are cutting back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Uh, I've done quite a bit of study on 
suicide and the reason men are four times more likely to succeed in suicide, which is the actual statistic, is uh, they tend, we tend to go for more uh, violent options, permanent options, violent options, building things that are guaranteed. Yeah, we, we don't tend to. Well, that's because we're raised to be an alpha male, and you know, exactly. go big or go home. Yeah, women will. There is no quit. Try going like the peaceful sleep. Option. Well, not even that. Like, there's also something to be said about it being instilled in women to not leave a mess behind for exactly. somebody else oh, to yeah. clean up. Yep. Guys typically go for guns, uh, nooses with a high enough drop rate that they don't yep. have to worry. Uh, buildings, things like Bridges. that, driving off of things like yep. where you hit something concrete. That's my preferred way out. Yeah, you, you Driving right into a fucking wall. Your option is succeed or succeed. That's 120 it. miles that's an hour into a concrete too. wall? That'll do it. But that's the problem, too, is succeeding. You have to succeed. That's another toxic shit. Or die trying. Oh, wait. Shut up, Ari. <laughs> that's, that's, that's one that I for sure have 100%. No. Absolutely. We're definitely not all sitting here with anxiety, depression, and trauma and trying our hardest to be perfectionists when we know we can't be, so we're setting ourselves up for failure. Hello. Oh, gee, thanks for that again. <laughs> it was all, I almost forgot. What are you talking about? I'm a Leo. I already think I'm perfect. Uh, yeah, you're a Leo with a double Taurus. I don't want to talk to you anymore. God, you're stubborn. Oh my God, if you don't <laughs> fucking know. Did Jesus fucking Christ. So, I don't know if I told you this, Ari, but do you realize that we're in... Five retrogrades, and we're about to be in a sixth one. And this motherfucker has been getting worse and worse, and I can tell it's happening because I know when planets slide into retrograde, it does affect him, even if you think it's hocus pocus, whatever. Mercury retrograde hits, and he's going to be so much better because we've talked about this before. A Mercury retrograde hits, and he is like top. Everybody else gets fucked with it. He's like, no, this is great. Fuck. Play the lotto. No. Millions is like four hundred and something million. I've right only now. ever pl- one. I don't oh, gamble. I've only ever played the lottery once. Actually, no, I didn't even do it. I meant to, and I I forgot to. I I was doing numbers for somebody else, mm-hmm. and it was Friday the thirteenth, and I was like, you know, I should play six six six. I didn't, and six 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 came up. Yep. Well, you also do, uh, you've done scratch-offs or pull-tabs, stuff like that before, yeah. and won during Mercury Retrograde. And only during Mercury Retrograde. I can't win on those. I saved my damn life. He bought a $5 card and won $25. Yeah, I'm I, I, typically fairly good luck at certain points. It's, it's, dude, oh, but, I hate you so much. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to toxicity, it, it, it shows... In many forms, but unfortunately, a lot of those forms are abuse. Um, and it is abuse uh, in not ways that people would necessarily define abuse. Everybody hears abuse and they immediately want to go to physical violence. But nope. it's so much more than that. And it is. Mental, Don't. emotional, physical, sexual, Verbal. everybody. Yeah. Um, and uh, some of the clips that we have that we're, we're I'm going to play here. Uh, we're going to mute the mics. We're going to play each one. Uh, and These were pulled off of TikTok, which is somewhere that... It, it's a channel... The, if it, the ones I'm thinking of, the guy is technically a minister. He is a minister, but he does not subscribe to the toxic Christianity. 
he believes in what we kind of believe in more love and intent and yeah. he's a different side of that and completely um we'll link to his tiktok when we post this yes. uh, his name is robbie harvey he's great um but i will link to his tiktok for them um a lot of relationship advice a lot of like marriage advice things like that these specifically though are a mixture of things um I'm just going to say that men have said to women in different points, because some of them deal with uh, uh, miscarriages. Um, some of them deal with having children. Um, some of them deal with marriage in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And I am going to warn you once again that these are pretty difficult to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um I played them for you in the car, and you were just like, you couldn't wrap your head around some of the things being said. If that tells you, with his anger problems, if it tells you anything, he could not wrap his head around the things that were being said. Yeah. That's a total level of really hard to hear. So, we're going to play this first one, and again, I'm sorry if this uh, upsets you or stirs up any old trauma or anything like that, Um, but unfortunately, in order to properly discuss this... These things have to be heard. Uh, yeah. So um, I'm going to play the first clip now. Um, I'm going to cut our mics, turn up the volume so we can all hear them here in the studio. These are more quotes from husbands to their wives. You need to take responsibility for me cheating on you. I don't tell you about all the things that made my day. I don't want to hear what made your day. After the passing of my brother, he said this about my dad. He's so distraught, he should just put a shotgun in his mouth. Every time I've said I was sorry, I never meant it. I just wanted you to shut up. Don't be mad because she's better than you. This one is really hard to read to know that someone is this evil every time we fight he threatens to call my rapist so he can give him a high five quotes from husbands to their wives. I'm tired of being married to a fat woman. If you can't deliver a healthy baby, then I need to find someone who can. I wish you would have been deployed to Afghanistan. I wish your grandson would die. The child is three years old. Do you know how much time I had to take off when you got cancer? If I met you today, I wouldn't look twice. I did it because I didn't want to think about you. Look at yourself. Nobody would love you. Be happy that I'm staying. And here's the number one comment that we got from wives. It's not what he says. It's what he doesn't say. To those of you going through something like this, where you have a spouse in your life that says, 
hurtful things like this. These are quotes from fathers to their children. Before I turned 18, he bought me an adult toy and said, Here, become a woman before you graduate. If your mom ever left me, I'd burn the house down with you inside. After an unsuccessful suicide attempt, my father said, Do you know how much money you would have saved me if you would have tried harder? You didn't feel as good as I had hoped for. When I was young, every time he helped me take a bath, I ended up in pain. We were sitting in the car when my father placed his hand on my thighs and he said, we can't leave the car yet because I'm too turned on. You know what? Um, these are more quotes from men who call themselves husbands. You think you're safe? I'll stand outside. I'll light the house on fire. And I'll smell your flesh burning. Never ruin that pretty face because it's all you've got going for you. No one raped you. You're too ugly for that. When I was pregnant, I caught my husband cheating. He responded, go tell someone who cares. Next time you nag me, I won't stop until your daughter is motherless. After having an emergency C-section, first thing my husband said was, you can't even have a baby the right way. They're hard guys, so. At 38 weeks, my son was stillborn. The hospital gave me a box with pictures of our child so I opened it while sitting in our empty nursery. My husband said, put that up. I don't want to look at the son you killed. There was blood all over the bathroom as I held my baby in my arms. My husband walked in and said, what do you expect me to do? You probably weren't even pregnant. When I had my first miscarriage, my husband said, at least we don't have to pay for the abortion. I was eight months pregnant 
when I miscarried our child. Two days later, it was time to deliver her. When my husband, I can't. when my husband walked walked out of the hospital room and never returned. I delivered our dead baby alone. To the women who have to go through something like this, listen. Isaiah 41.13 says, I hold you by your right hand. I, the Lord, your God. And I say to you, don't be afraid. For I'm here to help you. I know these men are, they're abandoning you. Just keep your faith. All right. So, there is so much to unpack with those clips. Um, first off, fuck any man who has the nerve to belittle or berate a woman for miscarrying. My mother miscarried several times before she had me. I am uh, what is known as a rainbow baby. My brother is also a rainbow baby because my mother miscarried several times before he was born. It is a terrible and traumatic experience for women to go through. It is something that men will never understand fully. There, there is a level of understanding that I believe can be achieved because for the men that truly want to be a father and have a child... Their hopes and their dreams are... A sense of loss of the child they will never get to raise. But what a woman goes through during a miscarriage is something that we will never be able to grasp. Because there is a life growing inside of them. I remember talking to my mother about the miscarriages. Um she said she felt like a failure that the easiest thing in the world she couldn't get right and she was grateful for both me and my brother because nothing went wrong there is an attachment to every pregnancy 
there are hopes and there are dreams and there are plans and there are hormones and all of these things. See, where this goes back to that toxic traits, though, because remember earlier I said women are raised to believe that the pinnacle of their life, or at least they were, at least my mom's generation, hasn't changed that much, though, unfortunately. They are raised to believe that the pinnacle of womanhood is to be a mother and a wife. Now, women are so much more than a mother and a spouse. And how any man could ever say any of the things that were read is beyond me in that situation. I can understand the man being angry, but there's no reason to direct it at the woman. She did nothing wrong. But I get being angry that something happened. And the problem is that anger gets directed to the closest thing. Yep. You can be angry at a situation. But there's a way of handling it. Always. that is it. No. To the men... Who I wouldn't call them men. <coughs> Barely call them human. Who have the gall to blame a woman for their infidelity. <laughs> I can understand being driven apart from your partner. Mm-hmm. Things happen. People change. People grow. It happens. Cheating is never an option in my book. I would much rather tell you this isn't working anymore and I'm done and hurt you that way than cheat and try to get away with it only for you to find out and have to have you live the rest of your life wondering why you weren't good enough because there is no answer. It's not that you weren't good enough. It's that you coupled yourself with someone who not only didn't value themselves, but they didn't value you as well. There is no reason that any of those things should have been said to your children or your partner or the mother of your child when Ali first played them for me in the car I was shocked and I was angry if I were to ever hear a guy whether I knew him or not say something (laughs) like that I got no problem going back to jail. 
None whatsoever. I love that there were knuckles cracking all through the basement. <laughs> like, everybody was just like, on site, <laughs> fuck you. I won't be going to jail for murder. <coughs> torture. An unusual, unusual <laughs> torture, yeah. Sure. Unusual. You won't die. You're gonna wish you were dead. I got shit to do, man. Like plan an escape. I'm I'm gonna get in there. <laughs> I'm gonna get in, get out, and be gone. I want to go to prison because the first thing they ask you is, "What are you in for?" And I'll be a hero. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Something Ollie and I go back and forth on is the death penalty. She doesn't believe that there the death penalty should exist. I, on the other hand, believe we should use it with vigor in certain cases. I believe certain cases should have the death penalty, but only certain ones where we're talking like serial killers. Like the top end of like the Ted Bundys where he wasn't going to stay in jail. He escaped one too many times. Like that shit. Uh, Gacy. Mm. Yeah. Stuff like that. Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer to Peep for Dahmer. God damn it, Ario. <laughs> All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go for a palate cleanser. I'm going to get the next articles and stuff pulled up. We're going to go to break. We're going to play music. You're going to get Acid Trip, uh, Strings of Soul. Um, you're going to get Robert Lewis with Change Your Mind. And you're going to get The Skinny with Havana. Um, you're also going to end up getting uh, the Captain Ron report um, <laughs> from our good buddy Ace who is out Jesus traveling. Um, <laughs> and then when we come back, we're going to get uh, into more um <laughs> There's Again, <laughs> yeah, if more. there's no more clips, no. That, that's it. That's all the clips. And again, I, I do want to take the uh, moment. This is one of those instances where if you're offended, I will apologize because I know those were rough to, to listen to. They were. Um, for anyone that hears this after the fact, um, I will also be providing resources in the uh, post to link to domestic violence and, uh, you know, nationwide women's shelters suicide prevention suicide prevention there there will be links in the description um down below and uh if you are listening to the fun size and you're on youtube hit that uh bell hit the follow hit the subscribe comment let us know what you think um and i do want to say this too for any of the guys because i know i'm going to get hate from the guys here soon like once the show gets posted, oh yeah, I, I know there's going to be a few men that are going to pop off, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this: one, shut up, I don't want to hear it. Two, um, we are yeah, we are going to um, cover toxic femininity in the future as well, because there are two sides to this coin. Oh yeah, and Absolutely. we've had this discussion multiple times. And so, uh, don't worry, guys, if you're mad, one, you're part of the problem, but two, we're going to talk about the, the women's side of things. But tonight, yeah, fuck the guys. You know, it's, it's what it comes down to. If you're in to. the comments screen, what about toxic femininity? You're still part of the problem. Yeah, like, I... You're still part of the problem. I'm already aware that it exists, and I'm already planning to address it. If you feel the need to bring it up again, get out. Yeah, we so... We don't need you here. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk more about um, the psychology of toxic masculinity and uh, dive into some of the other things that fall under the umbrella, such as the heartbeat bill in ta- Texas. Um, we're going to talk about incels, and we're going to talk about the huge fucking blunder that OK Cupid made t- today on Twitter. Um, it was 
It was gloriously bad. I know what they were trying to do. But it went the wrong way. Okay, but Cuba. man. Good God. All right. You're listening to The Odd Pod on tapdetroit.com, and uh, we will be back. Now it's time for The Odd Pod's Patreon shout-out. Big thanks to Tiki, Billy Yum, Mr. Robbins, Justin Burnside, and Zaldor of Zaldor's World Podcast for becoming a patron. We hope you enjoy our long, uncut and girthy uh, episodes until you're fully satisfied and left shaking from laughter. For everyone else, you can join our Patreon too. Just head to patreon.com forward slash the odd pod. Become a patron and reap the benefits today.
Are you tired of incense that stinks? Motor City Candleworks is Metro Detroit's number one source for premium handmade incense, as well as hand sanitizer and now massage oil, with a wide array of scents inspired by Michigan cities and attractions. You're sure to find a fragrance that'll keep your love of the mitten burning all year round. Head to MotorCityCandleworks.com and order yours today. And make sure you find them on Facebook, too, for all of their upcoming sales and events. Motor City Candleworks. Michigan handmade scents that just make sense. That smell. The kind of smelly smell.
friendly neighborhood radio DJ Odd Man. Just wanted to let you know that the Odd Pod has an official merch shop set up for all the oddities eager to get covered in a bit of odd. Or maybe you want to seduce your partner by slipping into something a little more odd. Maybe you just want to wallpaper a room in your house with stickers, because we got them too. I'm going to need more stickers. You can find a link on our page via Facebook or on our page over at tapdetroit.com forward slash the odd pod. So show your support and love for the odd pod today by picking up something from our store. Cheaper point of due north. Don't bump into anything. I'm going to get some shut-eye. Captain Rod. Hey, all you oddies. This is Ace coming back at you again. Co-host for the Odd Pod at TapDetroit.com every Friday night at 8 with another Captain Ron report. The last you heard from us, we was sitting in the middle of Yellowstone National Park. We spent another night there, avoided getting ate by the grizzlies. We left there and traveled out the end of the park to the Grand Tetons, 
We checked out the Grand Tetons. Then we worked our way over to the uh, Oregon coast. We got there at about 1.30 in the morning, so it was dark, and I couldn't see the ocean, but we went to sleep in the truck, and I woke up just before daybreak, just in time to get out and snap some pictures. If you was looking on Facebook, you'll see. But I caught just the daybreak and a slow reveal of the ocean for the first time, and it was pretty impressive. I enjoyed it. And we hung out there. What was the name of that place, Captain Ron? Huh? What was the name of that place? Port Orford. Port Orford, Oregon. Yep. The farthest place west in the continental United States. So some say, at least the ones that live there. (laughs) (laughs) We've got the farthest place west on the continental United States and came down through northern Northern California, through the Rocky Zigzag, through there, over to Reno, down the Yosemite. We went through Yosemite. Yeah, we got to Yosemite Gate. Ever since we've entered California, we've been inspected, detected, looked at sideways. They stopped us all under my trailer. (laughs) They pulled us over and crawled underneath the trailer looking for um, gypsy fly moth larvae. And then for our gratuity, we ran over their blocking chucks and started dragging them across their shop. It was pretty hilarious. He told me to go, so I went, and then he started screaming. And I had to stop back up a little bit to get his truck out, and then the other truck was stuck. And then I started to go again, and he's hollering and screaming again. So I said, this, he said, when you get to the other end... You give him this receipt if they ask for it. I said, I'll throw it at him while I go by. <laughs> and then it ended up getting sucked out the window. But yeah, we're, we're getting quite a few side eyes. We're getting a real good good glimpse of Michiganders in action. And uh, we went to uh, Yosemite, like he said, and checked that all out. Now we're in Bakersfield. And we ended up, because of the fires, oh, that's another thing. We was hunting through California, and there was a lot of fire crews and stuff around. And we was like, maybe this isn't the safest way, you know, but it was the only way that from where we was coming from. So we started up this mountain, dragging this trailer. Got to, uh, well, I don't know, about 85, 100 feet. And we was basically at the top of this mountain, and it started getting real smoky. And I was like... This is not fog. This is smoke. This is not good. Well, we get to the very peak, and the fire crews waved us off to the side of the road, made us pull completely off the side of the road, and said, you're going to have to wait here for a few minutes. we got to shift some men and equipment. An hour and a half. An hour and a half we waited. The more and more (laughs) fire trucks went by, and they wouldn't let us come down. The fucking mountain's on fire, and then stay here. Wait a minute. Don't the fire go up the hill? <laughs> We're on the top of the hill. I think we should let us get down. Yeah, down was the only answer I could come up with. Yeah, but yeah. We did that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not having much luck with these mountains. But yeah, well, after... we're fine. Ace was just this scared shitless of the mountains. <laughs> I ain't even got a scratch left on that dashboard. Oh, there's claw marks all over my side of the dash. <laughs> I tell you, somebody needs to write California and introduce them to freaking guardrails. Yeah, Jesus, man. Cool. You look out the window and you can see the tire riding the edge of the road and there's like 8,000 foot below you. Yeah, no guardrail, no hint of a shoulder. You go over the white line, you're history. 
every once in a while, I'm, he'll be sleeping a little bit. And he say, you all right? I said, yeah. Are you all right? I said, yeah. I wait till he starts falling asleep. I go. <laughs> <laughs> he comes alive. Doesn't wake you up quicker than the driver snoring. Yeah, we were sleeping in a rest area in a bad part of the northern LA up in there somewhere. And uh, he put a crystal in his lap and locked the doors, and I got the back one. Right. I woke up about 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm ready to get some miles on. I sneaked over there and checked on the window. <laughs> I thought he was going to shoot me right up the head. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be tapping out my window at 4 in the morning in an in a L.A. area. Everybody's yeah. name is Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, they all was riding low riders. Yeah, there was a little group that had hanging out there all night long. So, yeah, I was a little worried. We ain't there no more. We're down yeah, here yeah. in the creek getting warm. So we ended up just keep moving south. Yeah, we got ran out of California by the fires and we worked our way into Oregon towards Reno and that was on fire and we pushed even farther to Cars Carson City where we found a one night hotel and we were spending the night there and all of a sudden the place filled up and it was uh, uh, all the evacuees from Lake Tahoe, they had been evacuated. So we took off. We was like, we got to get away from the fires. We can't camp. They had everything shut down because fire and COVID. So we worked our way down here to Bakersfield. We get here, no reservations, no way. We pull into this campsite and everything was full. And he said, don't worry. It's the, and he's been saying this the whole trip. Don't worry. It's the Captain Ronway. It'll all work out. And for God knows why, it just has we pulled into this place. It's packed. There's no place to, no reservation. And then we see a sign that says reservations online only. So I go on and I look and I start looking. And we all know how tech savvy I are. So. Good <laughs> 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 in English. I practice both equally. But uh, I got online and we was managed to, to reserve a spot. And it just happened to be like the prime spot of the whole park. We got it for three days. Because nobody camps on Wednesdays. So it's eighty dollars for three days. Yeah, eighty bucks for three days. That's with a senior discount. Captain <laughs> <laughs> Ron always has one of those. It's a standard Captain Ron tradition. <laughs> and then we were sitting here, and everybody left the park, and it was basically us and, and our our newfound friend Gary. I won't mention Gary's last name just out of respect for Gary. Super nice guy. Fun to talk to him he's and his wife and his dirt. son. Yes, exactly. What was that? I said he's just as common as Bert Randy. Yeah. He's been a trapper and a builder and a firewood salesman. And he likes to drink a little bit. It, it was funny because... He loves to talk. Yeah, he's a talker. <laughs> he's a worse than us. But if you can imagine that. <laughs> but uh, we got to talking to Gary, and when we was talking to Gary... I noticed pretty quickly that there was something wrong with his hands, and I didn't say nothing. Everybody's got their issues in life, and I got to looking closer, and it, you know, it looked like he had been mangled pretty badly, and I was figuring it was a mechanical machine or something to that effect. Well, <laughs> Gary broke into the story about how he used to be a fox trapper, and one day he, while out fox trapping, Gary come across a fox caught in his life trap. He said the thing was very friendly, it was very calm, it looked sedated. 
He didn't think it was an issue. So Gary, the fox trapper, thinking that this fox is, you know, just scared and wants to get out. And it was the only one he had caught for that day. So he was going to let it go. So he went to the front of the cage and he released the cage. And he says the fox backed out of the cage and promptly started to attack him and was biting him in his hands viciously. And he was trying to fight this fox off of him, and it kept biting him and biting him and biting him, and he finally got away from the fox. And he, you know, went to the emergency room, they got there, and they was like, uh, you know, sir, you're, you're missing quite a quite a bit of your hands here, you know, maybe you should go back and find the pieces of it. So they sent a search party back to where it had happened, and when they got back there, they could see the blood where the incident had taken place, but evidently the fox stuck around and ate what was left in Jerry's hand. Yeah. So Gary is is do much fox trapping after. Yeah, that. he was done fox trapping. He gave that up the firewood sale. He, he started messing with a chainsaw after that, which I found kind of ironic. But he's a super nice guy. And if Gary, if you're out there listening, we had a great time hanging out with you. And uh, we wish you nothing but the best. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we're getting ready to pack up out of here as soon as we get uh, Captain Ron a new phone. He lost his phone. Yeah, it was easy done, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> if I got a standard Verizon, I was going to mention Verizon. you lost your phone. <laughs> yeah, Verizon's on the hook right now. But anyway, from uh, Bakersfield, California, sitting knee-deep in a creek. <laughs> this is uh, Ace and Captain Ron with another Captain Ron report. Y'all have a good weekend, and we'll see you in a week. Bye now. Bye. Peace. <laughs> I don't know how to shut the phone off. <laughs> I'll see. Not do it. Yeah, I'm still being recorded, I'm sure. God damn. What happened? I don't know how to shut it off. It'll screen went away. I'll see. Oh, there it is. Wait, I got it. Thanks for checking out the Odd Pod. If you want to hear the whole show, consider becoming a patron of our Patreon. Head to patreon.com forward slash the odd pod. We're also all over social media like an STI that won't wash off. Head to tapdetroit.com forward slash the odd pod to follow us today. We're already following you, and you forgot to buy milk. <laughs>